Christopher, I'm so glad you're here. And uh, I am too. You drove your motorcycle in, as I always. I did. Drove my motorcycle in. I got to be honest with you. I was super excited about today. Dustin said we were going to talk Wednesday night with kids. I saw Humphrey, and I just assumed it was going to be Raya. And so, um, I, if you're what out was for I Raya, thinking? high five in my church hog. So I was excited. I thought it was going to be Raya, but I'm excited <laughs> to see you too. But I'm going to be honest, it'd be more excited to spend Wednesday night ministering with your daughter so anyway i, I have but, to agree with you i gotta agree she's she's way better than me <laughs> but so, you even got sunday bow tie ready for tonight so i'm it did that's because i was filming uh we film uh wednesday for sunday so we just got done filming this sunday service so you know obviously you've been doing services for the children, for the junior high, I've seen it for the, the young kids mm -hmm. as well. Three different services that we're doing in addition to our, our weekend adult services. Right. And man, I mean, the first weekend, you know this, I watched it with Raya and I was blown away. I texted you immediately. Yeah. I was like, bro, you've got to start your own YouTube channel, like something. This is amazing. Like I was so, so blessed by the amount of, well, just obviously prayer, mm. preparation. 24-7 prayer room is a very helpful thing. It does help us to get a little boost in a lot of ways. But just, just the thoughtfulness that went into all of it and the excellence that's going into it. And I would just tell you, if you're a parent with children, you must, be, you, you must avail yourself of these videos. And so Raya and I uh, got to sit there and watch it and talk about it. And she's like pumped for weekend services now. And she's like, Dad, can you hurry up and get done preaching so that, <laughs> so that I can watch Pastor Christopher because it's amazing. But, you know, I think one of the things I was thinking about was um, just because parents are home right now, so mm -hmm. many with their children, tons of time at home. How can we take what you're dropping in those videos and some of your team and how can parents utilize that content and that quality ministry that you're doing to disciple our kids at home through the week? Because to me, this is the most opportune time for us to really spend, you know, that extra time mm -hmm. with our kids, putting these things deeper into their hearts and helping them grow in the Lord, you know? So, Man, just speak into that or anything that's on your heart, yeah, bro, because you um, got so much to offer. So it's funny you, 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 you asked that question, and the, the first thing that came to my mind is um, little kids especially love whatever their parents love. I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but they, they desire to be with you. And so if you are excited about something, it's easy for your children to be excited about the same thing. You may be a Georgia fan, so and true. if you are, then your kids just automatically become a Georgia fan. And so I would say that. So... So here you are at home, and so I would just challenge parents, make sure you love the Lord and pursue the Lord because yeah. the little kids are watching that, and when you love Jesus and pursue Jesus and make time for Jesus, guess what? Your little kids want to do the very same thing. And so it's easy to say, oh, we got to take advantage of that, but if you're not all about it yourself, you're missing out because what you need to do is train up your child in the way of the Lord, and that's train up to pursue and to love the Lord. Mm. So the little kids, they're drawn to that just by nature. Yeah. Now you're teenagers. Now they're not the same way, right? So here's what they're doing. They're watching and you can say to do, but they're watching what you do. 
And so then it's so important to say, oh, we've got this time. We need to take advantage of this. But if you're not doing that, they're watching that. And so I would just say the first thing to do, like at home, would be make sure mom and dad, you're engaged. Mm -hmm. And that you are taking advantage of the opportunity. And then just loving the Lord. Because they're going to love the Lord as they watch you love the Lord. So that would be first thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I think with like the little ones, right, we can, we can go, okay, we're going to go after God now. But with the teens, if it's not real here. Oh, they'll see it. They sniff that out, don't they? They will sniff that out in a heartbeat. Yeah. The verse that's been on my mind um, the last couple of days real strong, it's just the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. But, he, you know, Jesus said, go, therefore, Matthew 28, 19, go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. But this, this phrase, teaching them to obey all that I've commanded you. Teaching them to obey all that I've commanded you. And I think, man, if there's anywhere that that's got to be legit, it's got to be in our homes. Yeah. Man, can you just speak to that a bit? Like, obviously, we have to have a legitimate relationship with the Lord ourselves. Absolutely. But how do we go about... So what is just like practically, right? Yeah, so... You got parents at home right now. They Overnight, they're turned into homeschool parents. Right. Right? So practically, how can they take their eight-year-old right. and, and practically just start employing, using tools you've got, other mm-hmm. things, employing some of these things? Yeah, so there's lots of different Bible study things that you can get and go online and get... I think I want to speak in, into this. One of the things that um, my favorite part of service on Sunday is the kids. I told you that, it's the kids. And what I um, hesitated, I knew we needed to do a virtual service. I was not excited about it because what excites me about Sunday service is the Lord, the Word, and it's the kids. Yeah. Um, and so you, you just miss out on that. Mm-hmm. And so when we do the rock, one of the things that's super important to me, so you have the Greek word for word, there is the, the graphe, that's what it just literally the written word. Then there is the, the um, logos. It is the meaning of the word. But then there's the rima. And that's the, that's the word coming to life. Mm-hmm. And so I think one of the things that's so important with little kids, and I think even with, our, with, with ourselves, it's one thing to know it, but when they begin to hear the voice of the Lord and it becomes real in their life, man, they, they get so excited. And so if you watch our Sunday services, right, you'll have that preach it moment. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, the kids get an opportunity to hear. So you've got the written word. This is what it means. But here's how it comes to life. And watching their facial expressions when they're like, oh, I get it. Because the Holy Spirit drops in. So this is what it means in my life. So it's the living word. So I think it's really trying to make sure that you're just not reading something at them, but you're engaging them to what does that look like in your life? Mm-hmm. Telling some of your stories and, and what that meant in your life and dialoguing that way because then they begin to hear the voice of the Lord for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's when it becomes alive and awesome when you start hearing from God. Yeah. yeah like yeah, God yeah. said. So then instead of just getting together and reading the Bible, they begin to hear what the Lord is saying to them. And then they begin to meditate and ponder on that even later on afterwards. So good. You know, and I've been on lots of calls, Zoom calls with leaders around the nation. And um, I was on a call yesterday with, you know, I could name the names and everybody would know the names. Just lots of, lots of leaders. And uh, one of the guys, he said this, he said, um, let's not waste this moment. Mm. You know, because this pandemic, obviously 
the Lord's not shocked that this happened. He knew this was happening. And he is slowing us down, resetting us, calling us to his feet. I'm personally taking inventory on areas of my own heart. Mm -hmm. You know, one leader said, if we're going to, if we're not going to go back to church as usual, then we got to figure out what we're not going back to and really not do those things, you know, and have those mentalities and whatever those are. And that, that hit me. I was like, man, that's right. Mm -hmm. But this other leader said, "We, we can't waste this moment. You know, this this time where we're supposed to be drawing close to the Lord. Because I think a lot of believers are just like, let's just get out of this pandemic. When's it, when's it going to lift again? Like, they're just trying to get out of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to figure out what's God trying to get out of it. What's he, what's he doing in it? Yeah, you know, what's he want out of me? What does he want in me? And I think what an interesting thing that children would have this experience. I didn't have anything like this growing up. You know, I mean, I grew up in Atlanta. I remember in 1980, there was the uh, Atlanta missing children problem. There's this big time, and they used to come on the news and say, where are your children? Do you know your children are at? And that was weird, scary a little bit, but we didn't ever talk about it in my house. Um, you know, we didn't, we didn't grow up, you know, serving the Lord. But, I mean, how can parents speak into even the moment that we're in? And, and you know, I don't, I don't think we should be freaking our kids out, but, like, Letting them say, hey, this isn't normal. Something's happening. God's doing something. Even, even you know, I, I've been watching your, your messaging. You're talking about getting us ready for the return of the Lord. That's, that's our message. Yeah, right? it's been powerful, man. And, I mean, can you just speak to, like, from a parent's vantage point, how, they, how can they help kids process that? Because I think it's really, what you're doing, I think, is so awesome. And I'm going, like, okay, if we could bottle that and then just right. send that to each house, that'd be sweet. So I'm trying to, like... How can we practically have these conversations? Yeah, and I think a lot of it comes by, to, to, to your point, that message that you said, that's kind of our, our DNA. It's getting ready for his return, right? right. And right. so understanding that these are uh, times and things will be difficult. And so we, we talk about that with the kids uh, every week. Is God awesome? Yes. Is life awesome? No. Is God always awesome? Yes. And then where is God awesome in those unawesome moments? And because he is, and, and as you said, as we get ready for that return, Jesus says life is going to be difficult, but he's going to do great work in those moments as well. And so they begin to understand he's getting ready to return. I'm excited because as he gets ready to return, he's going to do some really great things in me, with me, and through me. So it's about not being fearful and sitting back, but realizing, man, we're going to get to be here to do something amazing. Yeah. And it's amazing because I will tell you as we, uh, the, so the last Sunday that we had here, um, and then that next Monday, we had the meeting, said all of a sudden there was no service. So we right. went from service to no service. Right. Our kids were excited. Your daughter was excited about what God was going to do. Wow. Yes, yeah, she and I have some... No, really- they do, because they realize to be absent of the body is to be in the presence yeah. of the Lord. And they're just like, I just want Jesus, and so I, I, I'm ready for wherever he is and whatever he's doing. Just count me in. Yeah, she and I have some of the most interesting conversations... And, and what I mean is the depth that she gives me, that she challenges me with, and I know a ton of it's what she's receiving in children's church. Stuff, it's also stuff that, we, that we're Absolutely, what you're doing at home. training at home. They see your love for the Lord. And we she have, sees it. And we have real conversations about these mm-hmm. things. And sometimes, you know, I've got, obviously, my, my oldest son, he's about to be 21, so I've got older, older mm-hmm. kids. And so she's hearing a lots of old, older kind of type conversations. 
And then she just asked questions in the middle of it. But here's what's interesting to me. When you emphasize the love of God, the Absolutely. goodness of God, and what you just did, you recognize that, hey, sometimes we go through trials. Sometimes there's suffering. But God is always good. Always. It actually gives them like this real clarity because God's good. This situation's hard. And you know what? It's okay. Whereas I think when so often people think nothing bad can happen because God's good and God is so good, he allows us to be strengthened through difficult things. But getting that in the heart of our kids, Mm -hmm. what are they going to be like when they're 20, when they're 30 and they've been raised on this kind of a... They're not going to be shaken when things get shaken. And that's it. That's it. Because... God's going to shake everything that can be shaken. Absolutely. Dude, I, I'm just, I'm seriously, man, I'm, I'm not just pumping you up. I'm blessed by the way you're ministering to our kids. It, it, it's meaningful. It obviously touches my house because my daughter, but man, it's so meaningful. It's so good. I tell you what, though, it's funny because, you know, what you think about the Lord works through authority. And so I think what you see here, because as you mentioned, even what is happening, I'm so excited about what happens downstairs because our little kids are going to church. They don't go into a room and get goldfish and play in a room and then someone says Jesus and calls it church. That's called daycare. And you can, you can spin it however you want. They're yeah. in a service where they're being ministered to, where they're praying at four years old. Yeah. And they're learning to do that. And, and the point that I want to make is, starting with, with you and Pastor Dustin and Pastor Jeff, there is a seriousness and a love for the word, pursuit of him, for prayer, and you see that trickling down into Forerunner and what Casey's doing, yeah. into what we're doing with the middle school and what we're doing with the kids and what's going on downstairs. It starts obviously up there, but it flows because that is the tone that you guys have said, this is what we are about. You've put your flag in there, I and mean, we're just all in on it. Yeah, it's so good. And the kids love it. It's so good. No, the kids are, I- I'm so blessed by the, the passion and the fire I see in them. Lisa, do we have any questions from online or other questions that have been submitted that we can touch base just for a moment? If uh, you have a question, throw it in the chat on the Facebook. We'll love to just take a minute and get to that. Yeah, if someone wants to know uh, practical ways to do Bible devotions as a family. Maybe something that's worked for you or something that's worked for you. Yeah, I mean, there's some good devotional books. Again, I think it is about engaging them, and you can read the Word, and this is what it says, and then you can kind of say, this is kind of what it means, but it's when you take what it says and means and then bring it into life. So sharing life experiences and asking questions that gets them to think. I think one of the things that is so important to do, especially in children's ministry, is get them to be critical thinkers so they can begin to hear and, and learn and 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 you know decipher things themselves. Yeah. So it's to engage them, not just speak at them, mm-hmm. but to engage them and then and tell your story. Yeah. I mean your story and your testimony is so important. Do you think that works for all ages or Oh, I think that works. I mean, I think about that. What is it the the, the blood of the lamb and and the and, and the and your, the word of your testimony yeah. uh, is so powerful. So I think sharing your story is always important. I can share Make this. Make it personal. You know, we we as a family, we've grown in how we do family devotions. Mm-hmm. We weren't always great about great when we were younger. We always just, did ours at the dinner table. It was before dinner. Yeah, and, and that was easy to have conversations around the dinner table. Now, um, what we've actually done is there's, there's two things we're doing that have a few components. One is we have a family church night. 
And we started that, honestly, just the beginning of the year. And it's just a night where we put on some worship, mm-hmm. and we'll play a few worship songs, and we just all close our eyes, and we're going to worship. And then we'll pray together. Mm-hmm. And I'll ask each person, let's just pray, let's just pray anything on your heart. And then I'll usually bring something that might be a, right. something the Lord's put on my heart. Mm-hmm. Or I've got older kids, so I can say, what's the Lord saying mm-hmm. to anybody? And the thing, if I let them do it, it's always awesome. Right. It's rich. And not just the older guys. <laughs> oh, no, I, 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 put, I go with Raya. Yeah, my younger one will. If you're out there, Raya, high five. <laughs> <laughs> she, will, she will bring something. But then we'll discuss it as a family. Mm-hmm. So we, we'll do those, those things. That, those are the components we worship, we pray, and we just talk about the word and, and where our hearts are in regard to the word. The other thing we've been doing is just a new thing. I, it's just, a, I don't know, I randomly had this idea, is just to read b- the Bible out loud. So on Saturday, we've just been, we'll just take a, a, a book of the Bible and we'll just read it out loud. Yeah. And just, it's just a time to engage. But those kind of practical things have they've really borne good, really good fruit with us, right? And um, so, I mean, I would say that worship together, pray together, and, and that's in English and in the spirit. Pray together, mm-hmm. discuss the word, whatever God's put on your heart or whatever He's put on your kid's heart, and read the Bible out loud together. Those are really simple things. Now, and one thing I would add, because those are all great things, is um, taking advantage of, uh, especially for the littler ones, mm-hmm. bedtime. I mean, growing up, yep. thinking back, we did, so So, as the dad, that was my, I took that role seriously, so we did, as a group, family time, dinner, eating together, but, yep. but I tucked the kids in, and, and we would, and as they got older, it was a little bit more serious, but just ask questions. They want to talk and engage, and there's just something about being still and quiet, no distractions. Um, it's, it was just... Uh, you cannot give God. It was wonderful for them. It was really wonderful for me. Yeah. So I would encourage that. Take advantage of bedtime. That's awesome. Any other questions um, that we could just address? Yeah, ways quickly? to serve and give back as a family and just be the hands and feet of Jesus during this time to people that are in need. Yeah, that's a great thing. It's hard to do because you've got all of this social distancing. distancing. We have one of the things just to, to plug for when we get unsocial distancing. We have a, right here, a nursing home ministry. Uh, we go out uh, every month. We go to the Winder Nursing Home. We, we pray with them. The kids buddy up and, and have uh, people that they get relationships with. They play bingo together. We pray afterwards. Um, and it's not just for kids. It's fun when the parents come with them. So um, we'll have sometimes 30 to 40 uh, students go and uh, minister to the, stu- uh, to the people there. So that's one thing, but it is hard right now because you're, yeah. you know, I'd say pray for people at the grocery store, but um, uh, Raya would lay hands and pray, and that might not be good right now today. <laughs> um, I'll tell you something that, that we're doing actually this week, and uh, so we're not hoarders, so I just, I'll just preemptively <laughs> say that, but we buy in bulk, so we have extra toilet paper, glory to God, <laughs> hallelujah, and so manna from heaven. <laughs> It's the currency of Corona. Anyway, so <laughs> um, what we're going to do is we're going to just, we're going to bring our neighbors across the street and on each side of us. That's a great thing. To um, a, a roll of toilet paper and just, <laughs> bless, that, under any circumstances, that would be the weirdest thing to do. And you just put, God's got your perfect. back. <laughs> just put a note, God's got your back with the toilet paper. 
Yes, but we're going to. He gonna, will wipe your sins clean. He's going to wipe your sins away. That's right. Can I miss, those are just, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go. But we're just going to drop it off, give them a note, and just just make sure they know we're there. Hey, yeah. we're here. Yeah. And, and this is easy time, right? We're here. We're Christians. Mm-hmm. We want to serve you and help you if we can. Is there anything at all we can do for you? Here's some toilet paper. Yeah. What Could we be a blessing to you in some way? Simple, easy, it, very pertinent for this moment. Yeah, and I think also it's about, it's again, kids watch what you do. And so although you can't, that is a great way to practically do it, but there are just talking about it and praying for others. And if you know there's a neighbor in need and you're going to get a gift card, letting your kids know yeah, what you're doing them. and why you're doing it and let them come over there and, and put it in the mailbox, but so that they just realize that there are others with needs and to really be burdened by that. It's yeah. funny because in the Bible, as Jesus did a lot of his healing, it said he would walk in and he would have compassion on them. And one of the things that I'll teach the kids on Sunday, when you are at a place where you are really burdened and compassionate about something and have empathy, that's a really great place for God to do something so through good. you. So good. Because you start caring, and they begin to care for someone outside of them. So good. I, it's just on my mind. If you haven't um, gotten the Chosen series from VidAngel, I really want to encourage you. It's free. Right now, VidAngel, it's a, it's a video. They're a video company that puts out Christian content. But they've done a series called Chosen. It's probably the best. Really? Ch- uh, it's the best Jesus. It's not just for children. It, it's the best Jesus uh, depiction I've ever seen. They're going to go through the whole, all the Gospels. In the first season, they get like right to the beginning. So how do you get to it? It's VidAngel. VidAngel, V-I-D. Yeah, VidAngel. Cool. And the series is called Chosen. But there's, man, there is one of the episodes where it shows Jesus with all these children mm-hmm. and it is and, and these, these children, he's, he's, he makes friends with them. And, and the way that they depict it in the series is this little group of kids is like his first little crew of disciples. It is so good. Vid angel chosen. Don't binge a bunch of stupid stuff. That would be something that you, <laughs> there would. we go. That'll help in this binge Jesus. This is a really good binge thing to binge. Jesus. Uh, but I want to encourage you to, to check that out. It's, it's just, I mean, it's just excellent. It's the best one that's been done that I've seen. Yeah. Hey, um, as we're wrapping up, would you just take a minute and just pray for our families, pray for our kids, wow. pray for our parents. Just, I, I, I personally know, cause I've talked to several families. Some mm. are really struggling, man. They're overnight homeschooling overnight you know, extrovert parents that are stuck in the house. Kids yeah. are bonkers. We, we need grace, man. We need grace. So we just pray infinite for us right now. Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are sovereign and that none of this takes you by surprise. And we just press into you today. We thank you that you do give us what we need when we need it. And so we just ask right now for supernatural patience yes. for parents supernatural wisdom for middle school math and those things that you can't answer anymore, supernatural love, supernatural um, self-control. We just pray that we would, in this time, with some of these distractions out of the way, begin to press in to you. Life is hard, 
but I am so thankful that you are an awesome God in those hardest moments. And so I pray that we wouldn't miss, that I wouldn't miss out on what you're doing in those moments. It's so easy to just get through them or as Billy said even a while ago, be so focused and wanting to get out of them that we forget that you are right here in the middle of them. And so I, I pray that we would just see you in that, that we would take advantage of the moments that you would bring us together as you removed so many of the distractions that keep us apart. I thank you that you are unshakable. And although we love the comfort of routine, we need to set that routine in you and your promises and your word because we know that the world is going to be shaken. And what we're going through today, it is temporary. That's what a storm is. It's temporary. Temporary disruption and destruction. And we will get through it, but there will be other storms. So I just pray that you just ready us for your return because you're coming back. I pray that we would just come out of this with a greater love for each other and the family, a greater love for each other as in the church family, and most importantly, for a greater love for you. And we just ask this in the awesome and the powerful name of your Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ, and all God's people said, boys and girls, Amen. Amen.